When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome into Purple Daily here. This episode is going to be a dive into where things may stand and where they should stand when it comes to a Dalvin Cook contract extension. A couple things you can do to help Purple Daily here and Mackie and Judd plus Declan as we keep pushing Score North forward as best we can. Subscribe to our YouTube channel here if you haven't already, youtube.com slash score north. And uh, give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps spread the word about the show and helps spread the word to potential advertisers. Speaking of, thanks to Federated Insurance for partnering with us here on Purple Daily. Uh, They just want to express their gratitude for you business owners out there. Local businesses and business owners are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And so if you are a business owner, Federated is here to help you whenever you need help, whether it's right now, sometime in the future. Go to federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to access trusted resources you may need at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. It's our business to protect yours. We're going to do a little bit of a deep dive into where things possibly stand, where things maybe should stand, according to us, as it pertains to a Dalvin Cook and Vikings contract extension, Judd Zolgad. Where do you want to start with this? I'd like to start with the assumption, first of all, that I think we have all accurately had for months now that Dalvin Cook is going to get a rich extension Uh, in the coming months before the start of the 2020 season, whenever that might be, that probably will not reach uh, what Christian McCaffrey got a a month or so back, but will probably be somewhere slightly either. So I think McCaffrey's going to get something like 16 16 per year. Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott was at 15. So something. Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, 13 and 13. So so let's say say that the assumption was going to be that Dalvin Cook would get something around the lines of 14 or 15, which Mm -hmm. I personally believe and have been saying this for a while. I wouldn't do a long term extension based on that. But I do think that we've all been under the assumption that the Vikings will do that and that it's forthcoming at some point here. And here, so here's my question now to reframe things. Uh, for this episode as far as Dalvin Cook and the Vikings go. A lot of our assumptions and discussions came before the COVID-19 pandemic started. And and it, there is no doubt in my mind that every league that has a salary cap, which of course includes the National Football League, is going to see a, a reduction in what the expectation for that cap was because revenues for leagues are going to be greatly affected we don't know if there's going to be, and my guess is, no fans in the stands for the 2020 NFL season. Mm-hmm. All of those things. 
Do we now think or should we now not be as prepared for the fact that Dalvin Cook is going to get an extension before 2020? Because we were talking about that we all believed that if he didn't, that he probably was going to hold out, that he wouldn't show up for training camp, all of those things. With how things have drastically changed in our society in the last uh, two months or so, do we now think that there is a chance that, that Dalvin Cook while he might still get the extension at some point, won't get it before 2020. And furthermore, when that season does start, that he won't hold out because his camp is going to be acutely aware, one, of the look of that potential move, and two, just the fact that financially in every sport, Phil Mackey, things have drastically changed in recent months. So I think it's it's a worthy question, and I think my question off of that is, this is so unprecedented. The NFL is going to take a pretty huge revenue hit, right? Just like if there's no fans in the seats. Now, a lot of the NFL's revenue comes in through these massive TV deals, different Mm -hmm. than baseball, which is based on local TV deals and gate revenue is a higher percentage, right? But if the NFL takes a huge bath on revenue, maybe this is a dumb question that already has a CBA answer, but does the salary cap come down? Like the the salary cap, according to NFL.com, has basically gone up every single year since 1994 with a couple exceptions in 2010, it was uncapped because they were going through a new CBA. I remember that. It was great fun. And then it came back, it came back down. So 2009, it was 123 million, 2010, it was uncapped. And then it came back down to 120, 121. Yep. They sort of like, they sort of suppressed it for like they five or six years. Basically. Yes. And then it's going to go back up. So if the salary cap gets reset, you mm-hmm. certainly let's say it goes from a, from like two hundred million down to one hundred seventy million or something. Yep. And I don't even I don't even know if, if that would happen. You don't want Dalvin Cook on a thirteen million dollar contract. So yes, that's tough. And I and I would say like in general, whether it's thirteen million or fifteen or ten million because the cap is going to be reset. I am so torn on this because everything you look at when it comes to constructing a roster in the right way and everything you look at when it comes to the key ingredients for Super Bowl winners, a big running back contract goes against everything I would recommend strategically for an NFL front office. I would say just in general, don't go crazy with running back contracts. They very rarely are as influential position-wise as you think, even though they put up these big numbers sometimes. I would use my salary cap on left tackle, on quarterback, center, pass rusher, cornerback. Like there's a bunch of positions I would look at to spend money at before I would look at running back. Mm-hmm. However, in this particular case, Dalvin Cook is such a key part of your offensive makeup. Not not like Adrian Peterson, where it was like first and second down, Adrian Peterson's a horse, but then he comes off the field on third down, and you can make a really strong case there. Like, all right, like is it worth paying Adrian Peterson six million dollars more than the rest of the running backs? For a guy that doesn't even play on third down. Dalvin Cook not only plays on third down, he thrives on third down. When he's he, healthy. When he's healthy. <laughs> Don't but, forget that. But that's the other part of the conversation. Like He's not going to get Christian McCaffrey money because right. Christian McCaffrey plays all the games. He's going to get a prorated version of that because of his lack of durability. So I'm torn between this guy is so important to the Vikings. You don't, You can't foresee the next three years without him being on the team. Kirk needs help. The offensive line isn't perfect. Like th- this guy is such a key part. But at the same time, if you wind up paying him $13, $15, 16000000 million, mm-hmm. show me the blueprint across the league where that leads to a Super Bowl. So let's go back, first of all, to your point on the CBA. Because one is, in no, in no sports league, does it contain 
the expectation of a pandemic. Like you just gave, oh man, a pandemic hits and here's what we're going to do in mm-hmm. case of pandemic. Uh, the second thing is the the salary cap in all these leagues is set on a year by year by year basis. So the answer to your question is it could definitely go down. I mean, they, they could basically say, we didn't have fans. Guess what? We yeah. lost out on X billion dollars. It's coming down, which is, I guess, to the heart of my point about Dalvin Cook and Dalvin Cook's people accepting the Vikings' word, which is we can't sign your client to a five-year extension because right now we have no idea what the salary cap is going to be and the operating budget potentially uh, per team that's going to be shared for 2021 because yeah. it's it's an unknown. and And so... Forgetting for a second how good Dalvin Cook is or the fact that he might get hurt too much or his position, I think the starting point of the discussion now is the simple economics of the game itself and the uncertainty that surrounds those. And to your point of what you said, which is exactly right, do you really want to be on the hook for this massive um, contract to this player and the league comes back and says, Ladies and gentlemen, the salary cap is going to be slashed by X amount. Yeah. And now you are absolutely stuck because you've got Kirk signed. Now you've got potentially Dalvin Cook signed. And my God, you are o- over the cap again. And that's where I wonder if there is a discussion to be had with the Cook camp. And, and the problem here is if he plays in 2020 and gets hurt, he's screwed. And he might point that out and say, um, I'm bailing because I can't do it. But there is a very, very uh, good case to be made that if you are the Vikings, you can say, Dalvin, three months ago, we plan to pay you big time. And right now, we just can't do that. Yeah, it is. Sorry. It is so tough. I will say one thing that makes it a little bit easier to go forward with a contract extension, despite all the things we're just talking about, no longer are you tied to Stefan Diggs making $14 million a year. When you were looking at a roster that had two wide receivers making a combined almost $30 million and a quarterback that pushed that combination up to $60 million, that you got Kirk making 30, you got two wide receivers making a combined $30 million. It then becomes almost impossible to justify a running back then making like 12 or $15 million. You got two safeties who are making a combined 20 plus million dollars. Like, where do you pay the offensive linemen? Where do you pay exactly. your pass rushes, your cornerbacks? But then I go back to this list as well. All right. I mm-hmm. dug this up this morning. I'm going to give you this list and you tell me how it impacts this Dalvin Cook discussion. All right. Super Bowl running backs, and 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 to to phrase more specifically, leading rushers on teams that won the Super Bowl, going all the way back to 2006. Okay, okay. I'm going to give you the names and just a couple little thoughts on each running back that has been the the team leading regular season rusher on the Super Bowl champion last year. Damian Williams, undrafted mm-hmm. for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think I know where this is going to go. Okay, Sony Michelle for the Patriots. He was a first round pick, late first round pick, good player, not a Dalvin Cook player. I don't think anyone would say he's a Dalvin Cook player. Now it helps when you have Tom Brady, you might not need, you know, a Dalvin Cook caliber running back. But back to back with different teams, LeGarrette Blunt with the Patriots and with the Eagles, good running back, not a star running back. And a guy who who was brought in traditionally by teams for basically a year or two. Short yardage. Yep. Undrafted, just a guy that you can sort of pluck off. Like both of those teams just like grabbed him for a year yes. and plugged him in, right? Yep. Ronnie Hillman with Denver, just kind of a guy, just like yeah. third rounder. Actually, spent camp with the Vikings, spent a season with the Vikings, if I remember right, a couple he, years ago. Yeah, he was here for a while. Yep. Shane Vereen was the leading rusher on another Patriots championship team. 
I don't think he ever rushed for even like 500 yards in a season. He would catch some passes, but he was just kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back, Marshawn Lynch and Ray Rice. At the time, both those guys, like Marshawn Lynch is probably a Hall of time. Famer. Ray Rice was a stud right. before he derailed his own career. So those two guys were bona fide, a couple of the best running backs in the NFL. Ahmad Bradshaw with the Giants. Good, not great. Yep. They had a great offensive line. Yep. Seventh round pick. And again, with the entire list that you've gone down with the teams that you're talking about, what was the staying power? Right. With yeah, with you're saying with all these guys. Yeah, so yeah. I'm saying I'm saying would would you go to um most of these guys and say, you know what I think we should do? And he says, what should we do? And you, you say, I think we should give you a long-term contract. Yeah, I think when when they push for long-term contract, you say, we're good. We're going to get our next Ahmad Bradshaw. <laughs> exactly. But again, like Dalvin Cook is, to me, Dalvin Cook is better than everyone on this list so far, except maybe Marshawn Lynch in his prime. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going. Brandon Jackson with the Packers. Mm-hmm. It was like a second-round pick, I think, on a Nebraska or something, and just kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pierre Thomas unspectacular, solid, undrafted for the Saints. Willie Parker turned out to be very good. He was undrafted Fast with Willie the Parker. Steelers. Yep. Brandon Jacobs with the Giants in 2007, big, just kind of a guy. Big battering guy, yep. And then Joseph Adai, who I believe was a first-round pick, just like, he was fine. He had a couple good seasons, but Peyton Manning was the driver of that offense. So, yep. you know, you could also go back through this list and say, right, but how many Hall of Fame quarterbacks, like Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, right. when you have one of those guys, you don't need but a But that's how the team back. is built. Right. That's the blueprint. And so it makes me actually going through this list, it makes me feel two things. One, you don't need you don't need a Dalvin Cook to win a Super Bowl, but you might want to have a Hall of Fame quarterback. The Vikings don't right now, which makes it more likely that I would re sign Dalvin Cook and overpay. Okay, but we we knew the the price of poker and what you just talked about three months back, okay? Where I'm where I'm going to if you were the Vikings and sitting down to discuss the future today. So not in April, not in March, not in February. I feel like the future has changed because one, you don't know financially what the cap is going to be. Two is, I think you have to ask yourself this very legitimate question. We have no idea what the 2020 season is going to look like. We might have football. I hope we do. We might not. We might have a partial schedule. We might go into the spring. All of those things, though, lead me down the path of you have to be open to the fact that things have changed dramatically, possibly, and say, is what we thought in February still true? Is what we believed to be, and I don't agree that it was a Super Bowl team, but let's say the Vikings did, and they probably did. So they sat down right after the season ended and said, here's the blueprint for what we feel can win a championship in 2020. Well, that to me has changed. And I am now more leery of paying Dalvin Cook than ever before so if you could, based on my future. If you could guarantee, like, let's say you went to Dalvin Cook and said, all right, we just, the cap might come down. If we could be totally honest, your lack of durability has us just a little bit on the fence here. We love you. We want you to play for the Vikings. For many, many reasons, we just need to go in and play out the last year of this. We need to go in, into 2020 and just play. Yes. And then we can all figure this out after 2020. Yes. And then the worst thing that could happen after that is, well, Dalvin Cook gets pissed. He still plays, but he gets pissed, and then he's just gone, right? Yes. But then maybe you'd have the extra $15 million <laughs> to spend on a left. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. A right guard or whatever that looks like. Or right? a left and, then, and then Alex Madison becomes your starting running back. Or, yes, 
you're right, or a guard or a new cornerback that I can get. Right. That's the point. But the one thing, and I wouldn't say this um, to the Dalvin Cook camp, but the one thing that if I'm the Vikings, I'm thinking too is if we start 2020 and the economy is going to be in the crapper, right? There's no question about that. People have lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. Unemployment is high. People are taking pay cuts. All of those things. Privately, I know that the Dalvin Cook people are going to have to think, how does my guy look if he sits out? How does my guy look if he says, you know what, bleep you, I'm not playing. You are going to take right or wrong, and he might be right, okay? But through most of America, if you decide to bypass a contract, which is dirt cheap, but it's still really good cash for uh, 2020 uh, to most people, and he's like, I'm not playing, he looks terrible. So, So what I'm trying to say is if you look at every uh, permutation of what we're talking about here, if you're the Vikings, I'm tempted not to give him the extension. Worst case, he walks where all of a sudden now, Eureka, I've got all th- this cash. My running back in, in Madison's not a bad player. Mm-hmm. There's a, I just really believe that we've turned a corner now where it makes more and more sense if you're the Vikings to internally say we should wait. Also, too, the other, the other part of this conversation and this is where running backs, like the, the NFL and the NFLPA just negotiated a new CBA a couple months ago, right? Yeah. It's, and, and, and like, it's, it's like, great for the players, it's like but. running backs don't have any place at the table in this conversation. It's the one position that should just get different contracts up front. A quarterback has the ability to make 20 or $30 million a year until he's 40 because mm-hmm. he's not, he's not going to fall off an age cliff. Mm-hmm. Other positions, like if you're a defensive tackle, like you can play in your 30s. There's safety, you can play in your 30s. Running backs, you're most like your peak is mostly the minute you step into the league until you're 26 or 27. Your car, but you're, exactly like the minute you drive off the lot, it's it starts to depreciate. Correct. And then the problem is the minute that you're able to sign a new contract and get your big time money, you're 26 or 27 years old. Like you know, Dalvin Cook, I think is a little bit younger than that, but you're you know you're ready to make money, and teams are like, well, we're not ready to pay you anymore because you're probably going to fall off a cliff in two years. Yep. So you know. It is the it is what it is right now in the NFL with running backs, but that would have been the big conversation for me. If I'm a running back and I have any sway at all with the NFLPA, I would have said, listen, it's the one position that we should make more money up front or more guarantees up front. I don't know how you would finagle the that. The sad thing is it's become – it's not that the position is not important because that would be absolutely incorrect to say, but it has become the position where if I'm a dad and have a son who plays football and he's really good, I don't want him playing. Yeah. It's the one because think about it, you, you do if and Dalvin Cook is what twenty five ish right right now twenty four twenty five he's not an old guy but anyway the point is he is already deemed and I think correctly so a guy who gets hurt and he's in his mid twenties yeah Delvin, so they got no chance of being twenty nine or thirty and being like well now he's playing all sixteen games Dalvin will be if the season happens will be twenty five years old so okay. he's still like he he's definitely. I'd say two or three years away but from really being nervous about an age cliff. He wants to cash in, and I get why right now. And I just think as things have gone, guess what? This is bad timing for a lot of folks. We've seen that firsthand, Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, I think that the timing is getting worse and couldn't have been worse if you're Dalvin Cook. Yeah. And and personally, I'm I'm not sure what your response is, but personally, if I'm the Vikings, in my head, I've made a pretty good case of why I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So I do it, but not for top three, top five money. I, if he wants, if if we can compromise at like ten or eleven million dollars a year, and I don't have to guarantee you a lot of money beyond year two or three, 
I swallow hard and do it, but I full on know all the different ramifications. One more list for you before you wrap this episode. Mm-hmm. So of all those running backs, those Super Bowl yardage leading running backs in the regular season, these are the guys that actually led the NFL in rushing yards in those in that same era. It's not a complete list, but Adrian Peterson, Zeke Elliott, LaShawn McCoy when he was with the Eagles, not when he, not last year with the the Chiefs. Chris Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, DeMarco Murray, LaDainian Tomlinson, Arian Foster. How many rings on that list? Zero. It's one. one. I believe LaShawn McCoy technically gets a ring for Kansas City, right? Was he with Kansas City last, last year? Yeah, but I mean, he barely, like, he didn't play consistently, right? Right. So just, you know, that's, it's, a, it's, it's no, Adrian Peterson's one of the greatest running backs of all time. He's a Hall of Famer. Him making the money that he made with the Vikings crippled their ability to sign other key positions. And despite just, the, it's and just worth discussing. Despite the fact that AP was not a three down player, there was a large part of his career with the Vikings that was played in what I would consider to be a different era than we're in right now. Yep. Wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. You know, in 2007, I could justify give him the rock and let's see what happens. Give him the rock. Just give him the rock. He runs mad, right? Think about that now. Does that really make sense now? No. And look, if you, the one, the one thing I will say, and I've been saying for a while now, is if they sign Cook to this extension, they better find multiple ways to use him. If he lines up in that backfield and he is basically a traditional back who catches a few passes, bleep that. Yeah, you can justify it with Christian McCaffrey because Christian McCaffrey plays all the time. And I believe the last two years he's caught over 100 passes too. I'm just pulling up his numbers here. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey, like, so they're paying 15 or $16 million for their leading rusher and their leading receiver right. all in one. Like, you could actually make a case that based on what Christian McCaffrey does for Carolina, that they're getting a discount. And at he $15 plays million. consistently. The he dude plays. Doesn't miss games. He's played in, in all 48 games in his NFL career to this point. And last year, he racked up 1,400 yards on the ground and 1,000 yards in the air. He caught 116 passes and touched the ball 403 times yes. in total. Like, okay. they might be getting a discount. Different ball game. Devin right Cook has bit. not touched the ball nearly that often. He's amazing when he does touch the ball. But it's a complicated discussion. Anyway, so. I think I think that there's a very good case now to be more reticent to give Dalvin Cook that deal than there was even a few months back. And I would have said no a few months back, but my sense was the Vikings were definitely going to say yes at that time. I still think they probably will, but um, caveat emptor. <laughs> Let the buyer beware, baby. That's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad. You can find... Our uh, other daily podcast, Mackie and Judd, on Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app, where we do things like write that down predictions and an accountability session, and also action movie rewind every Friday. Thank you for hanging out with us here on Purple Daily. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. 
Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.